Guys, it's Hans here from the BHL Podcast. Wanted to apologize in advance of the episode for the way the audio turned out. We aren't happy with the way it sounds, with the background noises, the highs and lows of the conversation, the men playing soccer, and the kids yelling in the background. Whenever you hear papers being shuffled, that is Gorn looking through his notes on his Hillroy. The fork and knife clanking as Isaac eating his fish taco, and the table being aggressively banged as always Romeo reaching for his jewel. I am not responsible in any case. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will do our absolute best to ensure a higher quality of audio for you, the listener, going forward. Looking back at the week that was, this is the BBHL Recap. Welcome to the BBHL Podcast. Ducks over Blades 1-0. Mike Paolucci with the one goal for the Ducks. Chris Ratchev with the shutout. Big shout-out to Jason Stalker, game-winning assist. Chris Ratchev obviously stands on his head. Blazers versus Churchers. 5-3 for the Blazers. Heartbreaker for Church over there. Um, let's see who we got here. Kyle Armstrong. Two goals, one assist. Have another three points for the Churchers. Isaac, his first goal of the year. Congratulations. Second and third goals of the year, actually. Anyways, um, questionably Sorry. officiated game. Um Shout out to Spool for the stick crack on the net where Griffs was standing. Uh, Blazers, honestly, good game. Isaac, I credit you there. Not many guys would call out the refs in a losing effort. You did just that. Good work. Kingsman, 5-1 over Punishers. The first loss for the Punishers this year. Steve Richko, two points. Chris Delia, two points. Some productive defensemen there. Gore, Romeo, what do you think about that game? Love that the defensive players are getting some points. Finally deserve fucking good job, boys. Big props. Irrelevant call-up with the one goal for the Punishers. Nobody cares. All right, that's your BBHL <laughs> recap. Presenting the BBHL podcast. For the Brotherhood, by the Brotherhood. Here are your hosts, Banger and Hands. Guys, welcome to the BBHL podcast, episode three. I'm Hans here alongside Banger. Wanted to quickly thank Brad Johns for that intro that everybody loves so much. Uh, really appreciate that on his part. Isaac, can you please introduce our guests for this week? Thanks, Hanfield. Uh, so the first guest on the podcast this week is a BBHL Hall of Famer. Uh, he played for arguably the greatest BBHL team of all time, the Punishers of 2017. Mm-hmm. He's a current Punisher, and uh, he's arguably having his best career season to date, points-wise. Justin Romeo. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, boys. That works. <laughs> That sounded awesome, yes. Yeah, perfect, thanks. Yeah, uh, glad to be here. Glad to be with the Punishers again. Thanks for putting down the jewel for a second to talk to us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Our, uh, our second goat, our, our second guest... Goats. Ooh. Goats. Ooh. Our second guest is the current BBHL points leader. Uh, he plays for the Kingsmen. Long time... Uh, actually, not long time. PCU, former Ducks I've been player. on every team. I'm a journeyman. He might be a defenseman. He might be a forward... Uh, one of one of the goats in BBHL, still a young guy, Ryan Gore. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, glad to be here. Love these podcasts. Uh, can't wait to be a part of it right now. Right on. It's going to be an awesome one. So I'm going to dive right into the draft quickly. We have we have four segments we want to tackle today. First one is about draft. Just some small talk here. Um, so um, to both of you guys, we've heard from many sources that Gore, you asked Romeo if 
he would want to be your assistant captain. This is your first year as a captain. You got uh, given the Kingsman after Adam McSweeney. Um, and Romeo's rumored response was, fuck you, no, I don't want to play with you. Is this true? Were there any storylines that we were missing? I think it was quote-unquote exactly that, to be honest. I don't know if Romeo wants to add anything on it, but uh, no, that, that we sounds, did have that conversation. Sounds about right. It's uh, what we spoke about. But I guess that, you have to understand, there's, there's history between us. Living up and down, seeing him every day. If we're on the same team drinking, that's going to hurt. Not only that, I want to play against so him. So you're worried about your lifestyle where I should be. Oh, it's a combination of a few things. I just, I hate you out there. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. That's why I wanted you on my team, because, like, when I played against you, you, like, put my stick up in Thanks there, a lot. And, like, uh, right. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's different, you know. I'm obviously older, you know. I think I'm eight years older You're than you. You're much older. Seven years like, older than you. You I, look I at two, yeah. I came from a generation where when you played sport like hockey, you played a little bit tougher. But, uh, uh, that's what it is. Sorry, so I guess we're I, more skilled than you're tougher? Is that what it is? Prep school just didn't toughen you up. It's fun. But yeah, honestly, I, I asked him because I didn't know if you like be mad as a friend or whatnot. You know, like it's a it's a tough league to judge that. You want to do a little bit of both, skilled friend, everything. Ask him what he felt, and he said, uh, "Fuck you, uh, no, I don't want to be drafted by you." So I was like, "All right, not drafting you." Is, and is then it hard I, to gauge the seriousness of Romeo? Sometimes it's I, mean, I have a tough time judging the guy. Like I, I don't know if he's serious or not. I, I think we're friends enough that you would tell me the truth, okay. so I actually thought he wanted to play against me. Okay. That's the way I interpreted it. Huh? I don't think he knew I was going to get first pick. I didn't know I was going to get first pick, so I could have drafted him, but he told me not to. Now, Romeo, you're, you're playing with Ryan Petulli. I guess my question is, was there any pressure from your friends or otherwise to potentially, and I heard, this is just a rumor, that you were trying to convince Petulli to take... Greg, Kelly, and Evan Anderson with your top picks. <laughs> Is there any truth to that? Like, I, I don't think there's much, much truth to that. Although uh, two of my best friends, great guys, uh, decent hockey players out there, you know. Decent, yes. When we were looking at the draft, and we had the opportunity to take Greg where he was, it was, it was a good. I, I thought it was a good pick, you know. He, yeah. he had a couple power moves tonight against a great team. Ooh. And Thanks. Who was that great team? Did you just say that? I believe it was the Kingsman. Uh, I'm not, not 100% sure, but it could have been them. Yeah, and then when, once we had Greg, Evan, we he looked at, you. We, we, we looked at where we could possibly take him, and it just it just worked out. Right. I mean, I mean, Romeo, I'm gonna be honest here. You told me verbatim if I were a captain this year and I had first two picks, I would go G Bum and then Ev Dog, first round, then second round. It was actually G Bum. Phil Dowd. Oh, Phil decided to uh, step step down this uh, this year because of work. So R.I.P. to Phil. This over the league. Yeah, that's a shame. So okay, well I'm sorry for that mix-up. So Evdog third round, not twelfth. All right, that makes a lot of sense. he might be a captain next year, by the way. Just putting Evdog. No, no, this one with his drafting strategy. Romeo. So I'm gonna throw this to you, Laura. What kind of input did you? Hear from your assistant captain, and, and what kind of input did you actually process and take from your assistant captain? Was it was it a two way street, or was it just <clears throat> I think it was I'm doing this? No, no, it was a two way okay. street. So me and Hatfield pretty much discussed throughout the drafting process for like two weeks. He came over. How many lists were there? You know Hatfield, so he's Copious. a little, he's a little you bit of a nerd. You asked me for that yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, I didn't ask you to put left hands and right hands on it. So, but like when I saw that, I was like, Jesus! You commissioned guy. me to do that. 
I did not you tell asked you. for scouting service. I on did ask scouting, and he went above and beyond. And honestly, great. This is exactly who I need. Everyone knows I'm not like the most responsible person right. out there, oh. and everyone knows that Hanfield is a really responsible person out there. So I was like, right. you need to draft Hanfield. And I was like, you know what? It just makes sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. pizza late night. That makes sense. Hanfield and Ryan makes sense. Uh, that's what happened. I'll say that was the only thing that got me jealous. Uh, not being his captain, I didn't. I did not want you to be on your team. You told me not to draft. Him. I did not. I did not want to be on your team. But having Hanfield over and I wasn't able to hang out, that hurt a little bit. I, I actually think what pissed him off even more is when we were playing Fortnite, <laughs> and then me and Hanfield would just talk about draft strategy, and he like he oh, would actually turn off his Xbox. I I, I logged off. I, <laughs> Back in the good I, old I days when we played. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so me, me and Hatfield, he came over, and the drafting strategy for that was, you know what? Let's both just put a list of the uh, best best person in a in a like one two three category, and then we put it we put that together, and we compare them together, and it was just like okay, so if we can, uh, sorry, I gotta talk about it. Yeah, that boy. that's what I'm motioning to you to do. I shouldn't tell him. Uh, anyways, so we put that list together, and then uh, we're like okay, always draft the best person available. So we didn't want to deviate from that. And it didn't matter what they were picked in the years before that, because we thought like, you know what, we might get lucky with it, or we might as well just draft the best person available. So that's what we did with every single pick. We went through our list, we compared it together, and then once both of our lists were final, finalized, then uh, we were like, okay, mine's like seventh, yours is around fifth. Okay, let's put them at six, and that's how we adjusted it. And then we stuck to that list in the draft, and that's that's how the Kings went away. We we had a pretty definitive answer on the first podcast from Ryan Patuli that he didn't really seem like he was collaborating much with you, Romeo. Can you speak to that at all? Like, did you give any good input? Did you give any input at all? There, how did that? How did that? There were come definitely together? guys I wanted to draft, but Patuli said it perfectly. He would give me he would give me a list of four or five guys. I would let him know who I liked, who I didn't like. There's a couple players I just didn't want on the team. Specifically, I'd rather play against them, or I just don't like the way they look. Can you mention anybody for that? The way they look goes into your <laughs> drafting strategy. Listen, if you got to look at a guy for 22 weeks, or how many how many weeks we have every single day, and that face just grinds your gears, you just don't want him there. Sorry, it's the way it is. You're, you're definitely not going to get a name for that. Yeah. All right. Sheesh. Fair enough. Um, so, Ryan, overall, um, we don't want to go too much more into the draft here, but can we talk about, I know you talked about how you just want the best player available for every single pick. Was there anything more to that? Did you want a certain forward at a pick? Did you want a defenseman at a pick? I know you yeah, went Bernie, so we went Bernie fourth round. Delia was actually going for super hard. I knew Drew was going to take him if he was available, and he was right before us. So I was like, I have to find a way that I can get Chris Delia. And then... Was able to make a trade with uh, Sean Spool to make that happen, and thank God because I still think that Drew would have taken that. And then after that, pretty much, what we scouted before was did everything fall into place? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was literally point blank what we thought was going to happen. The only thing we were kind of like debating between was if Punishers were going to go with uh, with a goalie or whatnot. We didn't know. I told him he. They would, and then Hatfield was like, absolutely not. So that was the one thing Hatfield got wrong, which I like to point out. Yeah, that's that's fine to point that out. It's just because talking to Ryan Petula in years past, he always mentioned how he didn't really care about goaltending, blah, blah, blah. And now he 
finally took a goalie in the first, or I guess sec- first pick of the second round, and he's the best goalie in the league. So we're and he's killing sure. it. So that yep. was definitely yep. a right move right there. Like holy, like what's his goals against right now? Thirteen. Yeah, I mean, he historically has a tough game against the Kingsman. What, should we bring up the stats? What was that? Nine goals. You can you can mention the stats of uh, so of Redis. I think he has thirteen goals against, and he's played the Kingsman twice, and it's been nine goals against for the Kingsman. He has, as of last week, he has nine goals against in seven games. Kingsman scored five of, today. Of one twenty-nine, so in total, nasty, he has fourteen games, so fourteen goals in eight games, with a five-goal game. That's two shutouts. Two shutouts. But I think the reason why they're winning, you could just full on say, it's the goalie. And and Petuli too, like Petuli's amazing and a great defenseman, and I'm not going to shout out Romeo or anything. First of all, Petuli, absolute beauty, one of the best in the league. Yeah, agreed. Redis, every year, throughout Redis, every year. of course, hands down. A huge game changer, just plays so great every week, has such a good attitude, just, just a great guy. But I think, uh, did you mention the stat that uh, we have the least shots against? I'm pretty sure that's a stat too. Is that a stat? That one's not that is relevant. That a stat? Really Does that help? I mean, that could be a stat. Because, does that help? Could be a stat. I mean, that, that if you're into that defense. I know, I know, I know that reflects well. defensively. I'm not really sure. Like, I'm, I'm not a big hockey. Let's say guy, Romeo's but... having a good year. We'll, get, we'll compliment. As of now, Romeo I, wants I a shout out right now. I have the Blazers and the Churchers giving up less shots than you. Yeah, I also made up that stat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Oh, okay, so it's wrong. We're fact checking here. Okay, fact check, Yeah. So he's Donald Trump. There are no alternative facts in the BBHL. Um, you want to talk more about your, your team, uh, Gore? Do you want me to go through the list? You don't okay. have to go through it. You can just talk about some 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 picks you're happy some with at certain players, points, some, some negotiations you so maybe had with the captains and trades. I also talked to Hatfield that I really wanted a goalie high up in the rounds. So I, I was looking at Bernie the whole time. I didn't know if we had to pick him in the fourth round or in the fifth round. But Plug super, super happy that we had Bernie. Bernie is like such a room guy, great guy. He had a little rough start at the beginning, but I really think Logan, who's also a goalie, had a nice conversation with him, and he's going to kill it from now on. After that conversation, how many goals has uh, has he let in? Um, I would say off the top of my head, two. Two? two? I think it's two and two, two, two games. games. There you go. That ain't bad. I like that. Would have been a shutout today if Logan didn't score no net. That's I mean, okay, you know. Yeah. Wait, when you say Bernie, you mean Bernie of Belvedere Maintenance, right? What was that company in name? BelvedereMaintenance.com, yep. I think is the site? I think that's what it is. Oh, that's great. I mean, they tell it all your cleaning needs, um, should they ever arise. Very reliable company, um, very reputable too, awesome overall. I mean, Isaac, you want to talk about these guys more? They, 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 they do it all, really. They really do it all. Shout out to Bernie, not only a great goaltender, but does everything they're at your service 24 7 they have the knowledge equipment and supplies to handle both routine and emergency requests in a timely matter i would give them a call as soon as i can if any need ever arose isaac so next that i would talk oh, about hold on, hold on. while we're on the topic of burning you mentioned uh shutout with <coughs> logan made a great sliding play sliding into summer um to try to stop that because mars oh i can't name him um the call-up pass Cross crease. Call ups, they don't, no, 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 they don't don't matter. End of the day, they don't matter. Um, So, this guy, whoever he is, made a cross ice pass, and Logan um, may have gone off his shin. We don't give a fuck, (laughs) Gore. So, it went off Logan's shin pad and may have gone top corner. I mean, I'm not mad at Logan, just uh, disappointed. How many shout outs does Bernie have this year? He has zero. Zero shout outs? Yes. 
Seven. Yeah. Six, seven shutouts when he played yeah. the Punishers? It's been rumored to me that, that those were the first seven shutouts of his career. The first one was his first shutout of all time. Yeah, in yeah, a 25-year hockey career, that was his first shutout of all time. I'm, You're right. I'm just wondering, uh, talking to somebody that probably quarterbacks the defense and somebody that drafted the team. You're going to say you quarterback the defense. No. Chris yeah, Delia's not here. Definitely not. I'm just curious why he hasn't gotten a shutout. He obviously can. He has the potential. What's, I think, what's, I think, what's you'll, see, I think you'll see more of it. Uh, hopefully. I mean, Bernie is a great goaltender, and I think he is. He's an amazing goaltender. He's not even I'm, a great once goaltender. again, I'm not knocking Bernie. I think he's a dude. Sounds like you're knocking it's gonna Bernie. Happen. It's going to happen. Trust me. I have faith. We'll see. That's all you got, Romeo? You want to keep going? You want to? I'll, I'll put a shot. You want to talk about a, a team from two years ago? Go, go for it. No, it's really relevant right now. Why are you Ed. talking about your team right now? <laughs> Ooh, the Punishers are so good. Who cares, buddy? Twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah, you are defeated. That's true. Um, okay, well, um, we kind of got off topic a few times. We didn't get through the fourth round, but you I mean, on yeah, the that's true. I, I suppose you're right. Um, I guess that's gonna be. All we're going to do for the draft. If you want to shout out one more guy or one more trade that maybe happened, I know you had a trade with Sean with the Blazers that happened as that well. That was the Nick Mummy trade, and we were able to avoid, I think, our last pick in that last round, which our last two picks, honestly, I'm going to, I love these guys. Nick Matt, James Donald. Cool. Love Great, them. They're my last two picks, and honestly, all they do is they work their fucking asses off, and they're both so fucking strong. I don't want to go in the corner. Absolutely. I fucking love them to death, bro. Like these guys, they're they're not what's making the team. I don't. If every team has a full roster, I wouldn't put mine in it any day. When you have your 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 perceived bottom forwards that are working their asses off like they do, that's always a huge plus, exactly. man. That's a massive plus. Shout out to Matt Virginia. He does that too, eh? Yeah, he yeah. works his ass off. No, that's what you want, though. We, we can't just we can't avoid the topic. You Matt can't Virginia. dodge Matt Virginia any longer. No. Shout out to Matt. Anyways, we're gonna move on to the next segment, uh, and what we're gonna call the stock exchange. So we're gonna go through a number of players, and we're gonna ask our guests here if they should be buying stock or if they should be selling stock. So I guess I'd like to start with Canfield and Gore, one of your teammates. And one of the perceived overachievers based on their job position and based on their career. So far, so far. And that would be Mike Batty. Gore, are you buying or are you selling him? Please I don't be biased. I am buying. This guy has been put in a role his whole life to be defensive. Andrew Colucci put him in that, by the way? No, no, no. One year, Andrew wanted his offensive skills and I, he put him on that. And I believe they won that year with Luce Scullion and Batty as his linemates. So me and Drew always talk, and we always say that Mike Batty is probably the most, one of the most underrated players. And he's uh, making it. Uh, he's, he's doing producing. well. He's, he's doing well. As of last week, tied for second in the league in goals. There you go. Another, no, another goal tonight too, by the way. He, he scored tonight, so now we're now we're tied. Yeah. He kept the streak going, I believe. I think. This streak is long. I, I didn't get a point today, so Mike, Mike Batty scored in the slots, snip off a post. Wow. Give him the opportunity. He, uh, he makes people pay. Romeo, anything to add on that? Uh, I believe I played with Batty last year. Coming into the season, I didn't know really what to expect. Never really played played with him. He was solid. He was solid all year. He definitely didn't put the same amount of points, but he's having a great season. I would, I would definitely buy him. Great guy. When I saw his name on the leading scorers, I had to almost double-take 
this Matt guy? Is this his younger brother, the former leading scorer of the Step Brothers, the worst team in PBA chunk history? Is that what is that facts? I, I'm pretty sure that's facts. Tyler Watt told me that, and you can count on Doug's logic. So, Step Brothers, that's not a team anymore. Summer League, they, they, just, uh, they became defunct because they're so bad. Losing was just up there. Anyways, I think that was the I had to double check. He was. I had to double check that and to see Mike Maddie, up there. You know what? I was surprised, but I've seen this guy play for years. He works his ass off. And you know what? He's just good with the ball, honestly. He is. He's, he's, smart. Down to play. he's smart. He's patient. Yeah, we have the same type of game style, so I always knew that uh, we would mesh well You're together joking. type of things. And what we needed was we needed like a, a McCray or LeMay, which are called our centers. We need them to carry Play the ball type of thing. Yeah. So we, when we get it, we slow it down, but, but we need someone to bring it in. Because right. when one of them's not there, then uh, you can tell that we're a little out of place. But when, when that whole line is there, then it, it clicks very well. I, I'm pretty sure we're in almost a consensus here. Hanko, are you, are you buying that or are you selling? I'm buying on Mike Batty. This guy's consistent, moves the ball well, works his ass off. He's a great compliment to Gore here and uh, Ryan LeMay or McCray, whoever the center is. He's doing a great job overall. I'm buying Mike Batty all the way. He's consistent, man. I'm going to go next with another veteran. Place for the Blazers. And this guy is maybe off to the opposite start of what many of us thought and what many of us expect from this guy. And that's Sean Spool. He has two, like two, two, points. Points, two points through seven games. Whoa, oh, I, Isaac, Isaac. Two yeah. points? You nope. sure? Did he get a point tonight? Then he no. have yes, he, he, had, he had a point tonight and he, he corrected me before the game. He has, so he has three assists on the year. He corrected you? Yeah. Is that is that reliable? We're, we're, going, we're going by the site, so anyways. Are we buying Sean Spool's uh, cold start, or are we selling and expecting Sean to rebound? For, for me personally, it's an easy call. You're buying. I'm selling. You're selling. I'm selling stock at his Sean lowest Spool. points in Absolutely. his history. Absolutely. Because Bla Blazer team, you know what? They don't have a lot of play drivers. Kyle Armstrong, obviously, we know one of the best players in the league. But if you're not playing with Kyle Armstrong, you got Yano there. Yano plays with SK though. Those yeah, two are going to drive play. They're a duo. And so Spool is just kind of in no man's land out there on the wing, standing at center ice, not going back in his own zone. He really just has to. He expects the other team to pass it to him. I, think that, I don't know, like to make a mistake and think that he's on their team. Anyways, I'm selling stock in Sean Spool. Romeo. Sean, it's a, it's a tough one. You know, I played with him in the NBHL down at Puck for, for years. He was always great. Fast as hell, always pulls off that left left corner, top shot. Normally gets quite a few goals. If I needed to buy in for him to do a bait cloud <laughs> right now, he's my man. But he just he hasn't shown it to me this year. He hasn't shown I, he's not himself. I don't on, know. The, on the ice or oh on the ice. The, the, the bait clouds are perfect. Okay. Like, you can do a tornado. This guy's he's a god. He's a big god. So when he's playing Bosnia now, he's, he's lost his stuff. I know. I remember last year he missed a game because of a hangover. And I think ever since then he hasn't been the same. I think that was Kyle, actually. I think it was both. It was both. It was both. That's a tough Sean was there. Game. Sean was there. No, no. Oh, different games. games? Yeah. Was, that a, was that a playoff game? I don't think it was a playoff game. No. He, he didn't show up for the god. playoff game, though. I was there oh. with him, by the way, sorry, taking sorry, shots with him. Sorry, so. he was he was there. He, he was physically present. Yeah, just, oh. What do you think, Gore? Are, are you? I you, mean, you, made I, a, you alluded that you're I'm buying. A, I'm gonna 
buy because come on guys you 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 buy low you sell you high right. this guy you've seen him in the league before you know what he can do he always has points you gotta buy the fact that he has only two assists like what if I compare that to any like someone with two points on any other team you're gonna have to take points for so I would buy I think he's having a rough go right now, and I think he's thinking too much about it, and he's not playing the game, and he's rather thinking about it. So, Sean, I would say stop thinking about it and just play the game, baby. And you know what, Sean? Stop breaking sticks on post when there's a goalie in the net. You gotta, you gotta just glass up. Not sure to break, break them on the boards, break them on the glass. I'm, afraid. Don't do that. I'm, I'm buying too, I agree with Gore. Um, when, he's at his, when he's at his absolute... When he's at his absolute together. lowest, you've got to, got to buy from that point. So I'm not going to sell the guy when he's got uh, two, or as he says, three points in seven games. I'm going, to, I'm going to buy. I'm going to wait. I'm going to be patient. He should be one of the, one of the better players in the league. He's a captain. So we'll see how it goes. So I'm going to ask you about another vet that you guys have probably played with for a while. I, I've seen him the last three seasons. And this year has kind of been the renaissance program. So it's been the renaissance of Mike Batty, but it's also been the renaissance of Mike Viglis. What do you think of his hot start? Like, we don't see the Ducks scoring a lot of goals, but Mike Viglis is leading the charge. What do you, what do you think? One goal, seven assists in six games. Seven games, by You're the way. Expecting? Keep up that pace or his age? Big yeah, I love you, but I'm going to sell him. Big I think, uh, what was it, the first game, he got four points. It was against us, I believe. And then kind of been slowing down. I think he's a great passer, great everything. Great vision. Great vision. I just, I think too many concussions over there. You know, just a little too many concussions. I'm, I'm going to buy. I think that he's going to remain pretty consistent. I, when I look at the Ducks roster, there's only so many guys that are going to produce consistent offense. You got Spen, you got John, you got Vigilis. Spen. A couple other guys there too. We'll talk about him shortly okay. for sure. Um, but I think I think this is going to be one of the focal points of that offense going forward. So I'm going to buy on him. I think he'll remain consistent. I think he'll have a point per game season at least. Romeo? Romeo, I'm selling, but what do you think? Nope, that was the hardest part of the draft. I wanted Vigilis. I wanted him on my team. I think he's got probably the best first move out there. He's got silky, silky hands. His, he, his hands are honestly underrated. They're, they're incredible. They're incredible. Yes. You might not see it every single time, but he can always pull that first move. And, Romeo, it looks so good when he does it. It's funny you say you want him because the Punishers picked 35th and 36th and took Church and Scully, and you guys had 37th, and uh, and the Ducks had 37. You guys could have chosen him twice and passed over him twice yeah. right there. Well, we knew we knew Church. Church fit right away. Church fit right away, so we, we wanted that right away. And then it was between, it was between Lou and, uh, and Biglis. And, we, we and you go with the young legs? Was that part of no, it? No, we flipped the coin. Literally, literally kind of similar players. Literally, to be honest, yeah. they are similar play there, styles. Because they both very, don't shoot. Very smart. very smart. They know how to pass. Yeah. Honestly, both of you shoot a little bit more. Practice that shot, and wow. Go in your driveway and shoot at your garage, and uh, maybe one day it'll be as good no, as that. No, Sidney Crosby did a washing machine. Just do that. Mm, All right, I'm gonna stick with the Ducks here and bring up two potential guys that are kind of overplaying their status in the league right now. Along with potentially Vegas. And that would be Chris Barnett and Eric Spencer. Now, Chris Barnett, we all know he is a playoff person. He turns it up when those games get tight and we get in the playoffs. 
And I'm, you know what? I'm buying Stockton. I think he's a really underrated player. I think he's very, he works so hard. Maybe not the most skilled guy, but his hard work pays off. Um, and Eric Spencieri, same kind of thing, playoff player. But right now, I'm selling. I've seen him play the last four seasons the A's. Um, and you know what? He leaves me wishing for more. What do you guys think? Honestly, why why are we agreeing with everything right now? I agree with you 100%. Barnett, I play with him. He's also very underrated. He does like the dirty work, you know? He might not have silky hands or whatnot. And goes, like, he does everything else. He makes sure other people get open. So I'm buying on Barnett. Spend, I love you, Spend. But you are so good, and I don't think you know it. And you play to lower levels. Fucking put it on yourself, start doing stuff on your own, and then you'll become a much better player. Spen, I think Oliver Twist just called you out. <laughs> what does that mean, Oliver Twist? What's a book? Please, sir, I want some more. Yeah, I don't need Oliver Twist. Yeah, I know that. It's a movie. Stick your hand out if you want more. Yeah. It's part of Spen's rap song. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I do want some more. It's the rap song. That's where you have to tell Exactly. Me. There you go. So, um, for me, I'm going to sell on Barnett. He's an awesome player, tough to play against. I don't know if he'll maintain a point-per-game average. Another one today, so that's 7-in-7. Seven seven. Um, I think that the Ducks' scoring will eventually dry up a little bit, and that his points will suffer as a result of that. Has it not dried up already? I mean, they had one goal today. They still won. They still squeaked out with the win, but I think that's going to continue to suffer. They had they a had hot start to go. Um, I think that's Spen, however, I'm going to buy on Spen. I think he'll maintain point per game. I think he's skilled enough like Gorsuch to do that. I was scorekeeping that game, by the way. Ratchet had a fucking fantastic game. When does that's, he know? That's the reason why they were Other, the other than week. two years ago in the playoffs when he infamously gave the puck. Duck should not have won today. Blades outplayed them completely right. and Ratchet stood on his head. Not saying that you're a bad Brad, but uh, Ratchet played a little I, bit I would like to give a shout out to the save of the week from this week. Tyler Watt. The slide. In that Blades game, made an absolutely ridiculous sliding. Two pad stack. Love hand coming up. He was he was a little bit It was stupid. It was beautiful. it was stupid. He was he was definitely livid after the game. Um could have been a penalty, though. You know, you touch a person there. Yeesh. That's, you know, that's a penalty court. on the other way. And that's what I want to avoid. I, the officiating, we're not going to comment on that today. That's, no that's for another one. Romeo, what do you think of, uh, of those two guys, Sven and Barnett? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and just say I'm going to sell Barnett. And it's not because he's not good or anything, but I had to look him up on Facebook to figure out who he was. And that, that's on me. I'm just, uh, I guess I'm not a very sociable guy. But uh, sorry, Barnett, I, I, you sound like you're having a great season. Keep it up. Uh, but I just uh, I can't buy into you. <laughs> he has a kid in his family. Yeah, I see that. C- congratulations on the beautiful family. Like, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> and again, Sven, bye, 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 bye. I think Sven is so underrated. He's known as the cancer. I know him as a dope rapper, a great guy. <laughs> and just, he's solid out there. He always tries. He always gives his best. He's always positive. I am always, always buying spend. That's fair. That's very fair. All right, we're going to uh, switch gears to a player who's maybe not playing up to his At the beginning of the season, this guy crowned himself as 
the best ninth round pick in BBHL history. And I don't think that his is this John Papa because it's the first list. This, <laughs> this, this guy has good. not played up to his potential. He's scoring in bunches for the A's. John Papa, what what is going on right now? You got you got an assist tonight. Uh, Honestly, to, he should have had way more. I had the segment teed up for the Sam Mitchell quote zero 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 zero. Um, but I, I guess I can't. Are you buying it, John? Are you selling, selling it, John? Honestly, for me, it's a buy. It's a buy low. He's just he's on, he's on fire right now in NBHL, and I, I don't think his culture can continue this far in BBHL. Playing with who he plays with. Why is he on fire though? I heard, I heard that Yano is murdering this. Absolutely. But I he's mean, playing with Yano. If someone in has BBHL, 22 points. Kind of hard not to get uh, points with. Guys, we don't want to talk about the farm leagues here. We yeah, want to talk about the majors. Right. Right. Stick on the BBHL here. But uh, yeah, so I saw John Papa had two wide open nets and he was pissed. Three. It was three? Three. I'm going to go Self admittedly, you said three. But one of them was like a really good shot. Yeah. He, he beat the goalie and hit the post. Yeah. I mean, that that one was like, okay, that was, that was good. And then another one, he just missed point blank and he went off to the bench. He fucking kicked it. He was swearing. He was like, he was, he was very mad. You you're you're, encur- you're encouraged by these chances, though, right? Yes. And that's he a, always that's gets a perfect open. buy, buy low. Think, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm gonna agree with you. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy low. I'll buy low. Romeo, any any thoughts on your former teammate? Great guy. Great guy altogether. Not a good start. But There's a fuss. <laughs> this is a hard one to say by yourself because he wouldn't even be in my football league. <laughs> So like I, I guess I, I guess in that case, yeah, Papa being sold. He's Enron to me. Like it's just it's not happening. Great guy though, awesome. I I agree, man. He's got S. He's got Sean Carrick and Yano on his on his wing in the center. He still can't put it together. He can't put anything in the net. He's zero goals. How many games does he have? Six, six, seven games. One assist. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. That is that is not very good. It's not good at all. Good. So I'm gonna sell on him. I'm not buying that. Uh, no chance, man. Get but rid if of him. You want to buy weed? That might be your. <laughs> that, be your that's going to get cut. I'm glad you brought that out because <laughs> the next guy <laughs> <laughs> does not sell weed, to my knowledge. Um, but he's off to a really slow start, and that's Matt Sapwa. Romeo, we played with Sapwa two years ago, and this guy he crushed it. He crushed it. Eight he, games, one assist. Had four goals in the first game and three goals the rest of the year. Do you think that his pregame routine? Do you think that his overall attitude does that encourage you, or does that like? Are you buying or selling? Is what I'm asking. And for me, I'm really I'm, I'm on the fence. See, this is a hard way to judge Savoy right now because first of all, we're we're not a goal scoring team. How like how many goals do you have? We had one today. In our win last week, I think we had one or two. Where are the stats, stat guy? I don't have the team stats. What are you, what are you asking for? Goal, goal I was trying score. to get pizza. Kingsman goals for. I think you're actually Kingsman not goals bad, for? Kingsman goals for is the highest. Really? By oh, five. I thought we were talking about the Kingsman. We're talking about what's Oh, you're on the Punishers this year. You guys are not the highest or top three. In terms of that way, I don't think they're the lowest, though. It's hard to put up points, though. Sabah still plays incredibly. 
He plays at a break breakneck he, pace. He's, he's, yeah. a, he's an up and down forward. He yeah. plays deep. He plays offense. He brings up the ball. He, That's why I don't think you can judge him checks. solely on points. Okay, but, but here's the thing. Buying and selling. Are you buying a stock because in the background it's like intangibly good? We're, we're, I don't you know. Deep we're, we're looking, you're looking, we're looking at, at the points right now. Yes, Savo is a great player on both ends. But do you see the points picking up to the point where you can like say, oh yeah, he's a threat to score every week? Absolutely, he's a threat. He, I, I feel like he's a threat. Eight games, no goals. How is that a threat? It's just, it's a slow start. It's a slow start. This is, this is definitely a situation where I am buying very low and this is going to pay out. Uh, I, I think that's a good strategy. I, I, I think I would buy as well. I, I think mean, he's too much of a defensive player, so that you're really focusing on his offense. But that's not what he brings. He brings brings energy. He brings right. intenseness. Uh, every, Intensely. Yeah, I told you I was gonna fuck up a word at one point. Sheesh. Anyways, so on him, like I feel like you can't just judge his offense. Not every player should be judged on how many points they have. I think the way that Dooley has his team structured is that he's gonna want. Rat Tilly to put up points and he's going to slap to shut down the top guys on the team. So I think it'll stay at that. Well, might, might, he probably won't end the season with two points at this current pace, but I think he won't have a ton to end the year. So we're circling back on the topic of the stock exchange by ourselves. And the next person I'm going to bring up is someone we all hold to a higher standard than typically most of these by ourselves candidates. And that for me this season, Drew Pellucci. So Drew, I'm calling you out. Two goals, three assists in five games. Which is still a point. It is game. still a point for game. Here comes it's his best friend to his defense. Standard. Oh, his best but friend coming to the defense. Standard. You are arguably a top five player in the league. Maybe that's an arguable. Maybe Not anymore. It's the fact. Where are you? Is it your team? Is, is it the team that you personally drafted? He's a point per game. That's where it is. I understand, but we hold this guy to the elite standard. So for me, I mean, this is the this is the buy low candidate. Even though he plays for a bad team, this is my buy low candidate. I don't think he plays for a bad team. Drew has literally he put this team in. He wants him to lose the first six games. That's a strategy. Everyone knows. Anyone who's been part of PSU, that's part of the strategy. You lose at the beginning, and then you make playoffs because you know what losing is, and you don't want to. It's the dumbest strategy I've ever heard of all time. Well, it's a strategy. I never said it was. Smart. The look Romeo's giving is also is uh, agreeing so with that. Basically, the strategy is to not succeed at the beginning, so you know how how. Who came up with this idea exactly? Obviously, Drew Felicia. Oh well, that makes so, a lot of so sense. So by yourself, simple question, Romeo. In this league, we have so many elite players. We have so many great guys. So good out there, so much talent. But there are two people that I fear anytime I play against them. One, Jason Quinn, hands down, he takes the cake. I don't know how to defend this guy. And Andrew Pelucci. I would definitely buy Andrew Pelucci. I even, or will argue, 20 game player. Good stats for him, not great. Are, are we in consensus? I agree. Yeah, fine, I'll throw him a bone here. I'm more concerned about his teammate, to be honest. I know he was. Uh, Ex captain of the team. Second line center Adam McSweeney. I mean, this guy's got what? One goal, one assist in six games? That's pathetic. Pathetic. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, but I guess they're not clicking. 
I guess they're not clicking. Two different styles, though. Because Jerry's a running gun, like, speed for days, you know? And McSweeney likes to... More, more methodical. Sound, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so are you buying or selling? McSweeney, uh, he, this, he can only go up, but it just... Maybe he's just not a good fit with PCU. Okay. I'm, uh... I don't You're know, man. Sell. I think I'm gonna sell. I think I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell are as we, well. I, I, are we talking about Drew? Or are we talking about McSweeney? Talking about McSweeney right now. Switch gears. We switch gears. Okay. So we're all buying on Drew. Yeah. Yeah. I think we Reluctantly yeah. buying on Drew. Yes. Romeo, quickly. I told Adam one thing last year when he drafted me again. <laughs> I said I never want to see you in one of my locker rooms again. <laughs> if I was ever drafted by Adam McSweeney again, I would eventually have to be. He's a great guy. Why would you say that? Awesome guy. Did you see him last Honestly, night at the bar? Did you see him what, last night at the bar? One of my good friends, this was the last week at the bar, you gotta focus there as a bar. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> great, great guy. Loves to have a little snooze once in a while. But did I want him on my team again? No. However, I think he's an excellent hockey player. Always plays his heart out, so I'm buying Adam Oh. I don't want him on my team, <laughs> but I buy him. 100%. All right, we've uh, we've exhausted enough enough time on the forwards, and, and I think a couple of guys that we want to give a shout out to, as just playing above, punching above their weight class right now. Nick Matt, second year player, had a great rookie season, playing even better in the second year. Four points in six games, and one of the hardest working guys in the league, Michael. Rico, Rico, Rico. I had to auto, Rico, I had to correct his name three times. Do you guys want to know how he on got the BBHL that box pool? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Oh, here's facts right now. So Rico was friends with so many Italians. He's not Italian. They literally gave him an Italian name, Rico. Really? And this is how Rico became. Everyone just called him it. He wanted to be part of the Italians, and that's how Rico started. I thought Rico was a nickname for Michael. I thought they had a, a link there. Huh, that's a shocker. Let's Anyways, see. we'll move on from the forwards and we'll move towards the goals. Matt Griffs plays for the Churchers. Historically, a very good defensive team with Brandon. Uh, obviously, Brandon isn't really playing so well this year. Uh, but the team is the team is gelling and we're coming along. Isaac says here that Brandon has, I mean, before today's game, six points in six games. So, when we had the choice of putting, of calling up a goalie or putting Matt Virginia, the choice was obvious for Brandon. Virginia was going in this, and you why? know, you know why? And this is exactly this was Brandon's strategy. To me. If we put someone in this who's going to let in a lot of goals, we need to score a lot of goals. And if we need to score a lot of goals, then Brandon can't be playing defense, and so he needs forwards. So the math didn't work. If, if Virginia was playing forwards, we would have needed an extra D-man. But since Virginia went in nets, Brandon was playing forward, and Brandon was going to shoot the lights out that game. Mm. And obviously, it, it didn't really, it didn't really come to fruition. But anyways, Brandon is a whole different podcast episode on his own. Do we all agree he should be? Now the whole league knows. I don't know. The league knows. He's told me before, but I haven't really like. I haven't really listened or heard it. 
I mean, I play with Bjorn all the time, and he's one of the shit, like, he's a great defensive player. So I have no idea why he's playing forward. I don't know if he just wants to get points, play with Quinn, that's, yeah, that's like, blah, blah, blah. But he needs to go deep for your team to be. Okay, anyways, Matt Griff's slow start to the year. He's been out a couple games. Are we buying or selling? Personally, I know he's on my team. I'm buying. I think he's a pretty good goaltender. I think he showed that last year with the Blazers. Mm. He played absolutely mm. lights out in the semifinals of the playoffs. Just ridiculous. He stood on his head. He allowed four goals in two games. That's really good in the BBHL, man. Really good. And I think he punched above his weight class back then, but I think he'll settle somewhere in the middle of where he's playing right now and where he played back then. Grips, buying or selling? Selling. Maybe the fourth year. It's his second year. Is it the second year? Yeah. I don't know. I remember there used to be a comparison. There used to be here's Sir Brad. He's the number one goalie in the in the BBHL. That was people used to talk. That, that was the dark Louis Pops era, though. Yeah. That was, that was a huge conversation. He who shall not be named. Gore Hanfield, buy or sell, quickly. I'm, I'm, yeah, sure, thanks. I'm going to buy. I think that Griffs is uh, off to a slow start, but I've seen him play a lot better, like I was alluded to at the playoffs last year. He did really well. If he can get to that form, Churches will be a force to be reckoned with. I'm going to buy. You know, he's one of the best goalies on side-to-side, uh, -side, like a 1T shot. He's going to get over. He, he showed it again today athletic. type of thing. He's very athletic. He just... I don't know if, he, if he's in his own head right now, but uh, he's, he's letting those first shots go in. Once he figures that out, which he will, then he'll be a lot better. Lastly, I want to touch on one of the true veterans of the league, and that would be Blazers netminder Mark Major. He seems to be having, almost like, like Mike Biglis, a renaissance season at age 40? We don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. We're Is he one of the oldest guys in the league? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? He's playing lights out right now. Are we buying or are we selling on the, on the hot start? Look, as the guy who was picked last overall in the whole league, he's punching way above his draft positioning. So I'm buying for sure. Um, he's doing awesome. I don't know that the stats will stay as they are. They're a little bit lights out right now. His JA is below three. His save percentage is almost 900. That's really good for a goaltender in any league. Um, I'm still buying, though. I think he's doing really well. He looks great in Nets. You get him in the last round, and he has probably one of the best stats as goalies, I believe. His save percentage is insane That's correct, Ryan. So, Absolutely. We're probably, at, I think he's uh, top three in save percentage. One shutout, uh, eight, 865 save percentage. It's, it's fourth, but... It's I a mean, strong court. for a last round He's pick. He's supposed to yeah. be last round pick, right. so that is insane. I think the only reason, not the only, they have good forwards, but like a huge reason why Blazers are doing well. Mark Major, I'm buying. I'll agree with Gore there. It makes no sense. Last round pick. He's definitely not the worst goalie in the league. It's not the best, but he's not the worst. He's a consistent player, great guy to have. And did you mention Hall of Famer? Is he, is he a Hall of Famer? I believe he's a Hall of Famer. Oh. He also might have made that up, but he could be. I believe he's a Hall of Famer. If the plaque's on the wall, we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll later. Yeah, yeah, we'll Definitely buying. Buying, buying for sure. All right, we're going to switch segments now. We've talked enough about players. We've talked enough about value and buying. <laughs> now we're going to talk about teams. 
And all I've heard for the first seven weeks of the BBHL, from the man to my right, Romeo, is how the Punishers are undoubtedly the best team. They're undefeated. Undefeated, undefeated. Undefeated, undefeated. Nothing can uh, stop them. So we're going to get into the BBHL power rankings. And there were some pretty juicy predictions at the start of the year that maybe haven't come to fruition yet. So we're going to kind of do our own power rankings and see how, how we match up. So for me, I'm going to start with number seven. And I think for the most part, we can agree on this. Drew Colucci's PCU. Ugh, deplorable, Isaac. What is going on? You look at it on paper, solid team. The fastest group of forwards in the league. Decent defenseman, reliable goalie and lip. Why are they struggling so much? Makes no sense. Guys, where do you have them? Are they your seventh team as well? I have them at seven, but this is exactly where Drew wants them. Right. It is part of the shittiest team in the league is where he wants them, of course. They won their first game. Drew did not enjoy that. He wanted them to lose more. So they lost five straight. I'm going to put them as seven, but I will not be surprised. Drew sounds like the kind of captain and coach that could be investigated by Hockey Canada for the way he treats his team. Wants them to lose, wants them to have a poor experience. What is going on? It sounds toxic to me. Sounds like player abuse. There's no draft lottery in this, right? There's no tanking. No, well, they're Better still going to make, they, make top four. They're going to make the playoffs, we know. So that's but... what Drew does. He makes them lose, know what it feels like, and then he builds you up from there. So you're saying Drew isn't trying? No, I think Drew's trying. But he's making them lose? He has a plan. The worst strategy I've ever heard. Right. I, I never said it was good. Do you I have PCU number he seven? He has a ship, though. Or two ships. He has two ships. Maybe right now, number seven. Yeah. But if I had to go moving forward, I'd probably have him around five. Okay. And I can't agree with the strategy that we're presenting right now, and it makes no sense in any walk of life. But I can't, I can't put it. Can we go through what power rankings is? Are we going from this day? Is that this, what we're doing? As of this exact this moment. Is, right? This so, exact moment. Not how I think teams are. It's just this day and time. This day, who is the worst team in the league? And okay. I think it is PCU right now. Got it. They lost five straight. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, Romeo, if they're your seven, uh, who's your six? He said they're not. Yeah, they're, so oh, so who's okay, your seventh so then? Right, right now? Right now. I was looking for it. I didn't know how we were doing this. Right now, they have one. We're telling you right now. Yeah, you got to do right now. Of course, it's working. Okay, so they're your seventh right now. If you want to do right now, just look at the standings. Look who's first, look who's last. It's your opinion, moron. So who's sixth? Or it's also like the last three Romeo, who's your sixth? True. I'd probably say the Ducks. Aren't they second in the whole league? I'd probably have to say the Ducks. Wow. Why? I just uh, don't feel threatened looking at the roster. No. Is, it, is it just me? Like, Johnny Poutine, great. It's not just you, but it seems like that some of the parts are actually... I mean, the team's second place. That's got to mean something. They beat the Blades today. Not a slouch of a team either. Yeah, but that's... I'm talking about the Blades. I'm going six or seven on the Blades, too. So. See, just, I don't agree with this. I, 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 I'm okay with... I mean, Ducks... 
I think they're overachieving. Absolutely. Definitely overachieving. I think they're another team that really relies on their goalie, and Ratchev had a fantastic game today, and they won one nothing, you know? But they won. And I was going to put Blades ahead of the Ducks before today. But Ducks won, so, like, what do you go off of? Is that just... It's form, right? You know? So I was going to put Blades before the Ducks, but the Ducks beat them somehow. So who do you have as your 16? Six. For, for me personally, I think just based off the standings, based off what it looks like at this time. You're going to go with your team? I'm going to go with my team. Yeah. And you know what? I, I don't think we've played up to our potential. We've had some games where, you know, we haven't had the best turnout. Brandon Runnings hasn't showed up for any of the games. Um, I think we're underachieving, but you know what? On paper, we Tim's played three games. That's one of the best offensive defensemen in the league. Uh, Riff's missed a couple games. And you know what? Minus those very big losses. Also, Tavez missed a lot of games. Tavez too, right? as well. Like, you see his point per game, and it's... Absolutely. It's, it's one of, I think it is the highest. It is the highest in the league right yeah. now. So when he's not there, it makes a huge difference because the way he plays his win, they, they feed off each other. I would also put you down at seven. I wouldn't. Oh, okay. Oh, Churcher's seventh or sixth? No, I'm going seventh. Wow. Okay. Very much disagree with that. But I'll put the Churcher's six just based on the fact that they actually beat the punish, beat the PCU. Oh, which... no. Wait, there's seven teams. There's six. There's seven. There's seven. Teams. So there's. Six. It's fine. Gore's new to the okay, PCU. So PCU is okay. last. PCU is still. Okay. 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 Thank you. Um, I think we can kind of come to a consensus on that. Now, Hanfield, what's your five and what's your six? So my six is going to be piece, is going to be uh, the Churchers. I right. have PCU seven, Churchers six. Um, five, I think I'm going to go with the Blades. Now, the Blades are a team that has a lot of robust potential. Great forward group. Um, decent defense. Great goaltender. I think they have the potential to win the whole thing, but at the same time, they can also be the kind of team that struggles gets in their own heads, and finishes lower in settings than they would otherwise like. So I'm going with them at five. I'm going to agree with that. I don't know what you guys think of that. I, I think our game against them with Virginia Nets was the perfect the perfect storm because we lost 6-4, but it was a really uninspiring effort on their half. Um, they scored six goals on a guy who's over four years old. I just didn't see I, I didn't see the, the high end. I mean, I see it, but I didn't see that they were playing to that level. Here's where I'll go with the Ducks. And okay. okay. Even though Blades outplayed the Ducks and the Ducks still won, like, I don't think if they did this five other times, I don't think the same outcome happened. You don't see Blades of Steel, someone with TJ, Adam, great forwards, not scoring, getting any points, you know? I feel like it's in their own. Ryan, does it I look like? Does it look like? I know you're a good friend of TJ's. Does it look like he's just going through the motions right now and not trying his best? Maybe at the beginning, but he he's competitive. I don't think Absolutely. he's just going through that. Uh, maybe everyone like the least gotten stronger. So what TJ was always good at was just always dominating physically and doing everything like that. So I think the least gotten stronger where he can't do that on. Does he have a chip people. on his shoulder for finishing second in league scoring last year to Quinn? One thousand percent. Yes, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Quinn wants to go first. He wants to go first. There's always a battle. We'll see how it turns out. Romeo, do you agree with the Blades and six? My, my seven, my six, my five. 
Uh, Irrelevant, you, you, right? It's a little skewed. I, I just tossed them all in the B League. You know? it's, it's, <laughs> great guys, great teams, but I just don't see them in those top rankings right now. So, yeah, to sum it up, Ducks, TCU, Leeds, B League. Okay, five, so, six, so who's your fourth? You have the Churchers? I, I, once again, I, I fear Jason Quinn. Right. I fear him like most people fear death. And I don't know what to do about him. I can't even put him at four. I think I'd actually put him at four. Oh. Who's four then? That would be the Blazers. I think I think I can agree on that. I agree with that yeah. too. I'll put them in four. They're a they're a good team. Um, they're, they're not names. they're not a great team. They have they have a lot of good names. They have a, a lot of solid players. I don't think we can go wrong with them at four. Do you think Major can keep this up? I don't know if I said buy or sell. I would sell a little bit on the Blazers' success. I think you know Blazer ball. Love the ball up the court. Hope that someone gets on the end of it. I stream don't, Daddy saucers. You know what? Stream Daddy. His his copyright. <laughs> his passing is some of the best in the league. His saucers to create two one O's. Is, you, you can't match that. But for me, the Blazers. They're they're exactly what they are. They're they're the fourth best team. They're they're literally the middle of the pack. They're they are who we thought they were. They don't know exactly. I completely agree. They're a solid team overall, man. They don't really have a real hole. Um, because Major's playing so well and he's their last pick, I don't know. I, I don't have them at fourth personally. I know we haven't all discussed our fourth team yet, but um, I would put the Ducks at fourth personally. I know that they're second in the league, but I just don't know if they'll maintain this as I alluded to before. Um, so who do you guys have at fourth? I know I said Ducks. Who do you guys have? I think I said Blazers. I have a Blazers. Blazers, Blazers. Oh, so I'm alone here. So third place, who you guys got? Churches, right? Churches, churches. Isaac? For me, it's the Kings. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing really, really well right now. They have a really solid back end. Like, you know, Hanfield, you got Logan, very underrated. Delia, Bernie just stops everything. Like, Don't forget Steve Rico. This guy's playing out Steve of his Rico. mind. So that's what I'm saying. So I did not want a D in our Let's go. I did not want a D. But as we said, we're going best player available, right. and he was the best player available, so we were, we, we were like, we're doing it. And I think the Kingsmen have maybe a lower ceiling than some of the other teams, but they have a very high floor. I, I, don't, I don't see them slipping below the fourth or fifth spot. I'm going to agree with you that I'll put myself in third, Kingsmen. Um, you know... I know we just beat the Punishers. I know they had a guy that played for Team Canada, Team Kings, and all that. And we smoked them 5 one. But I will not say we're going to be better than them until we beat them with our captain there, with our full roster there. That's mm-hmm. when I'll be safe. Mm, facts. I agree. I agree. Kings so win a third. Even though we had a great game today, we dominated the best team in the league. Um, I would still put us third. So, Romeo, you have two teams left. You have the Kingsmen, and you have your own team, the Punishers. Is this going to be a bold pick at number two, or is it going to be the obvious one at number one? I know you could expect what I'd say, but this is very much to me a big list and uh, blue situation. I would put them there. Okay. Playing them, their roster is solid. Their defense is great. Their forwards yeah. never give up. It's it's a hard team to play. They've not nine goals, nine nine out of thirteen goals against arguably the best goalers in. 
I'd flip a coin. No. I, I love my team. I love our boys. We play our hearts out and we're doing well out there. Undefeated before tonight. But uh, I'd flip a coin. Okay. What do, you, what do you guys think? I would just like to point out that we are undefeated against them. Whereas Romeo's been saying the whole time that they are undefeated until today. I'd just like to point out that we are undefeated. You're undefeated against the previous that's got to count for something, Isaac. So who's your, guys no, who's your guys number two? So this is where I put the blades. So you guys had them lower. I just... TJ Ward. He's a number one player every time. Give him a game. If he wants to put it on, put it on. Put four points in. I think, especially with Adam Guimet as his winger. Like, he's fucking an all-star too. But he's been playing... I think he's been doing, I think like two games on D and then a little bit. At least three, four games on D. Honestly, for them to be better, I think he's better on D. So. Gord, this is a lot of love for a, I don't know if they're a sub 500, I think a sub 500 team right now. Is it possible that, yeah, that makes sense. Is it possible that Brad Johns' comments last week about our episode, about not giving TJ enough love, has that got into your head and you're trying to... Give them more love at this point. One thing I'm going to say, I think this is the year, as I think you will all agree, most parody to any other year. Yeah, 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 100%. Any other year before. So now I'm getting to the point where I think it's literally like some teams match up well against other teams. So my basis of this is like our team doesn't match well. So I might be biased on that point, but I feel like TJ Ward, Adam Gimet are people that if they're given the opportunity, they'll score. So I feel like the Kingsman himself okay. don't really match well against them. That's why. That's why I put them on number two. Yeah, my number two team is going to be the Blazers. They're just solid top to bottom. Tough team overall. Um, I know you guys all have a different uh, team there. Some but Blazer love. Some Blazer love reluctantly. Um, two greats. Well, multiple. I sold Sean Sproul, but there's more to him on the team. I bought um, I bought Mark, I bought Mark Major. Marty Beauchamp was not an option. Matt Yanavalli is a horse. Kyle Armstrong is the best two-way player in the league. SK I think. is a goat. SK, Sean Six Carrick, nasty shot. Yano, zero assists. Not a passer. Not does not like to share the ball. I'll tell you that much. Sean Papa is struggling because of that. Honestly, just <laughs> whatever you do, do not play Matt Yanavalli on the wing. Oh, I I don't even want to go into this. Man. Soft hands, great shot. Okay, we come to the pinnacle, the number one team in the power rankings. For me, it's an easy choice. It's the wagon team. Quack, quack, it's the ducks. What? I thought they were the wagon. The ducks. The ducks are a wagon right now. Ben is playing so hard defensively. They have a great goaltending matchup, obviously. Their offense... Is terrible, but when, <laughs> I don't you, think terrible. when you only allow zero or one goals a game, what are the chances that you're going to win? That's how they went today. Went right, nothing. exactly. What are the chances you're going to win if you allow zero or one? And you know what? Going into the second half of the season and going into the playoffs, I look to spend to potentially lead the round robin in goals. Look goal to scoring. spend. Look to spend. Yeah, I he led the, the round robin goal scoring last year. I, I see him. I see him doing the same thing again. So I have the Ducks uh, higher than most. Yeah, because I think I had them at like five or six. Yeah. Uh, I had them at four. Yeah. This is for number one? I don't think you can ignore wagons. 
So you have the Punishers I mean, second, to be clear, right? And yes. Ducks first? Okay. I'm, I have to go Punishers. As I said before, okay. they just lost for the first time today. Redis is playing completely out of his mind, and he's number one, probably going to win. Uh, <laughs> the goalie best goalie yeah. of the league award. Yeah, that one. So he's winning the Vesna for sure. It's insane how he's playing. So I'm going to go hats off to them. They lost without key people tonight. I would love to play with them when they're there and see how that actually goes. Oh, if you're looking at me, it's still the coin flip. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. I'll Punisher. Punisher's our first you? man. Between, what, what, yeah, like yeah with only one loss, Punisher's. Punisher yeah, so Punisher's for, for me our first place right now. So Romeo, we're gonna do this cool. on air. We're gonna do the coin flip on air. Oh yeah. All right, get the video cameras ready. We'll go Punisher's or head. It's a tail. Oh. The Punishers no. are number two in Romeo's. Sorry, that has got to count for something banger. I guess it doesn't count for anything. I think you were supposed to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure what I'm it's fine. To say. Maybe we'll cut that. It's okay. My bad. You know, Sheesh. Um, I guess that's the power rankings then, eh? Um, yeah. Punishers twice, Ducks once, and Kingsman once via coin flip. That would be it. All right. That's a solid top three. I think, who put Ducks up there? Why are Ducks up there? Uh, one I'm, person put ducks. Up you know there. what? When you see when, when I when I see a wagon, I know a wagon and wagons. Wagon. Wagons, wagon. Can we have a wagon count? That's a one wheel wagon right there, baby. Call your bookie. It's the BBHL odds makers. Welcome to the BBHL odds makers segment. We have three games in the mantle next week. First game: Kingsman at Churchers. Over under is set as is set at six and a half. Isaac, what do you have here? Ryan, I'm going under six and a half for this game. Interesting, interesting. The high scoring Kingsman under, okay. Romeo? I'm gonna go under with that. Absolutely. I'm gonna go higher. These guys are scoring Ooh. out. Like, they're just scoring. It doesn't even matter, goals in. I'm going over as well. Who do you got for the win though? Churchers or Kingsman? Matfield, I got the Churchers. I gotta go with my heart here. I'm not gonna go with my uh, my brain. Um, yeah, I got the Churchers. Romeo, the only non-biased person here. I'm gonna make the assumption that LeMay is not playing because I was told he's very not possible. playing the next four weeks. It's very possible. So that, that's just that's just a loss. I actually don't think he's playing. But McCray will uh -oh. play then, and I'm still gonna go with the Kings. I, I've heard the rumor that Evan is out. He, did, he was supposed to show up today, so uh, Evan, we missed you, but not really, because we scored five. We didn't need him, to be clear. The afternoon game is Punishers at PCU at five o'clock. Over under set at five and a half. Isaac, who you got? Hatfield, I'm taking the over, and I'm going with the Punishers. Easy, easy pick of the week right here. Okay, Gore, who you got? I am going under. Redis is a net. You're not scoring more than that. Come on, people. And I'm going to go upset. PCU. Let's go. I am going to go under as well. I predict the 3-2 game here. I think the Punishers will edge it out. A big comeback win um, for them. Romeo? Winner loss. That's not, it's, it, it, we're winning this game no matter what, but it's definitely going to be an over because Redis is not Oh, wow. Well, that changes things. things that change That's the kind everything. of thing you don't, your bookie doesn't tell you. What the fuck? 
who is going to play in Nets, do you think? We're not sure. We're looking maybe uh DeMarco? I, I heard Omaze. I heard DeMarco. I hear Omaze a pretty good goalie. He played for Team Canada. Virginia? Oh, more Team Canada guys. Wow, really oh, cool. Really yeah, cool of you guys. It's not the first too. time bringing Team Canada. Do you have to have a game that night? Price, price. Oh, well, must be nice. Maybe think it And the last one, Ducks at Blazers. Over under set at five and a half as well. For me, I'm taking the over. I think the Blazers can score at will. Um, the Stream Daddy stretch pass has been working so well. It's going to continue to work. And I'm taking the Blazers in this one. I'm going to have to go with Blazers and the other. Predicting Mark Major 2-0. I'm going to go Blazers and over. Uh, you know, they just score out. It's going to happen. Blazers under for me. Guys, your lock of the week. Guaranteed win for our guys who are putting a lot of money on the line here. Isaac, what's your lock of the week? My lock, my absolute lock of the week. Punishers against PCU. I think it's clear from my power rankings who is at the bottom and who is at the top. Punishers, it's too easy. They're going to take the points. Punishers sends John Redis. I still think it's going to happen. I'm going to be completely biased because I love my team so fucking much. Kingsman, lock. I was going to say the same thing, but now for the sake of mixing it up, I'm going to go lock. Blazers over Ducks. Book it. Guaranteed. Ducks are going downhill. I think that does it. Wait, wait. Can you play one time banger in hand? Like, I need to hear this again. Like, I, I, I don't need to it's Live the, it's on the, the intro. Air. <laughs> it's the it. it's the intro. It's not the outro. Thanks for that. Now we got to cut that part too. Um, I think that does it. Any more irrelevant questions, Gore? Or are we good? Absolutely. Banger and Hebs. Banger and Hebs. <laughs> One last time on a serious note. Thank you to Bel Belvedere Maintenance, BelvedereMaintenance.com, for the support. That's been a great episode, guys. Awesome, Gore. Thank you. Yes, Gore, really Romeo, Banger. Guys, thanks a lot. Uh, I don't have to thank you, Isaac. You're here every week. But guys, thanks for coming out. Hope you liked the episode. Isaac, any last words? Absolutely not. All right. Thanks, boys. This was the BBHL Podcast with Banger and Hands. Follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at BBHL Podcast. Or email the guys at bbhlpodcast at gmail.com. Until next week, brotherhood. Romeo, any comments? Yeah, Sucking back the jewel? Yeah, no? Good. Much appreciated to have me on. It was a, it was a great time. Just to uh, make sure that if anybody's buying a house, you know, or Ryan Gore, broker. I would honestly rather go with you than Ryan Gore. That's scary. Yeah, that's, that's a that's, horrible choice. That's right a terrible choice. What time do you plan to go to bed at tonight? Uh, time's it now? 10? Yeah, probably 10. <laughs> now, Romeo. If I were to buy a house through you and say, what's what, happening? What are you? What are your hours of operation? Depends. Depends what's in. If you're a morning guy, he'll be awake. Still, I, not. You, you, need, you need me bright and early. I'm just not sleeping. That's that's not a problem. All right, fair enough. I'm a mortgage specialist. Ryan Gore is a guy. Gore, how much experience do you have? Are you still in school? I'm not in school at all. I've been working for three years. Oh, three, three years. Actually, I've been, working, I've, been, I've been working for the last 11 years, <laughs> minus the last yeah, four. It really is. It really it's is actually three months. months. <laughs> just I don't know why I said How years. many clients do you have, buddy?
I mean, I just got TJ a house. Oh, TJ. Wow, really yeah. reputable client what's right the, there. What's the Johnny Drama quote? You got a duplex. You I've know? been working the last seven years strong, <laughs> minus the last four. <laughs>